0: that time again for Cross the Line 1524. We're here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy in Brookville, Indiana. I'm with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and the one and only Ruben Hunt. What's our topic today? Music. Music. What's happened to the music? We
1: just heard some good rock and roll music right there. I don't know. Jeff Stardust, what do you think? You and Dwayne, what's happened to our music? Wasn't well, like it was I mean, in the 80s and we grew up. Well,
2: yeah, you know, I'm a classic rock guy. It's simple as that. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, Rush, Led Zeppelin, uh, you know, later, little Molly Hatchet, White Snake, you know, Kansas, uh, man, I mean, that, that, yes. you know, they just, you know, again, they were, they were, a little earlier and uh, and that's you know it gives you an idea of where I'm at with rock and roll we then then, you know when I never got into Metallica that wasn't my wasn't my thing and
0: a little too hard for you like we've talked about kind (laughs) of off
2: off of here is you know we talk about what happened to the good music well our parents were saying the same thing when we were listening to (laughs) right to Led Zeppelin and uh, and those guys you know
1: you know, uh, and it's you know, we talk about classic music and stuff. You get you draw a crowd. Alan plays in a band, right, and, and sings, and you you draw a great crowd, and you basically fall right in more of the classical stuff too.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. We don't do anything. Uh, most of the music that we do is uh, old classic rock, old country. Uh, we don't do anything that's really. Real modern music I guess Right Um, Only because Well there's a couple reasons I enjoy playing That type of music And uh, our crowd Enjoys it Um, The newer New new music um, Even The new country music I'm not a big fan of Uh, I grew up Listening to country I grew up to Listening to songs About uh, You know Your wife takes Your truck And your dog And moves away Um, New country songs Nowadays Don't even have That in it So Right um, I, I just there's a, a vibe and a feel to the older music that I dig, and I, I think a lot of people dig. So, and it may be just a generational thing, but um, I can go back and listen to music from the '60s, '70s, '80s, a little bit of '90s, and then after that, it starts to lose a little flavor.
1: I, I agree. Uh, I notice, and I mean, we all know here if you've the uh, couple bands that play local here the uh 70s and 80s music brings crowds oh uh, yeah big crowds i mean we there's a couple bands that play down here in town and of course allen gets a good crowd, but it, it's not the new wave stuff and it's not the old stuff uh and it's not really the country music and i can tell you i am not a country music fan i used to like it also until like the mid 90s and to me uh i say this all the time it's no substance to it i don't to, it has just, it is just lost a whole flavor to me. Um, I like heavy metal. I like regular metal. I'm a classical music guy. I love classical music too. And uh, um, but I'm I'm down with uh, a little bit of bluegrass because Margie likes bluegrass. Oh, I love bluegrass. Uh, I, and she doesn't play for me anymore. But she's I like a little bit. Too much bluegrass is, I can't do. But um, I love listening to local stuff. I love the '70s, '80s, the acoustics. And that kind of stuff, and I know that. But I love when the one '80s band we all know come to town. They're, they're, it's a great time, right? A lot of people show up, and it's it's funny because you go down to that pit, and it's it's everybody that's our age that goes down there to see that band, and uh, they're all '80s music. But uh, so Dwayne, I know you mentioned before that you're not really a music guy. So what do you see? Well, I'm a, well, I'm a music
3: guy. I love music, but the name of a band. It just totally blows my mind unless somebody I mean Zach today is Zach Brown Band which is more right. I mean they call him country but to me it's more kind of almost a southern rock and he's got the jam to it and he plays a little bit of blues um, I mean like I said I love music I love all types of it if we look on my phone my my mix is I have bluegrass rhythm blues country and then to ACDC you know heavy metal rock that's my my mix when I play you know on my Right, whatever Pandora, iHeart, whatever.
1: That's what's playing is that mix. So um, if if you could go back to your high school time, what band would you go see again, or that you haven't seen, it, wish you would have? Well, me for back in high school was
3: country. Then it was Alabama. That was Alabama. The, that was yeah. my first concert. Was Alabama mountain music. You know, okay. me and a couple friends, the Indiana State Fair. Yeah, you know that was. That they was just the lost world. a member
1: here recently too, didn't they? No one no. in Alabama? Randy that, Owens that that road dealing road. with
3: um okay. Meniere's disease. Okay. Because we actually have concert tickets from two years ago right. that they keep postponing and it's supposed okay. to be this fall, but and I just Jeff, sooner
0: or later they're gonna Jeff get Cook no longer tours with him either. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he had he, a stroke or something. No, he's got uh, not Alzheimer's but dimension no i'll think of it as we go on here but he's to the point he can't play anymore with him, yeah. so it was just uh randy and his cousin uh i don't tour then randy's got issues now yeah so.
3: but that was i mean back in high school that was the first right that was my first concert i ever went to was was alabama those
1: guys got to be getting in their late 60s right I mean, oh no they're in mean, their 70s
3: you know, but that's one of the famous things. As I've seen Randy Owen, and watched it on YouTube, watched the video. One of his famous, one of the songs, feels so right. Feels so right. The words everybody thinks is that is in a lyric is what everybody thinks it is is wrong. What? And I never knew it until I watched this YouTube video. Was it's whisper? No, I'm gonna forget it now. They say it, whisper words. Alan, to Alan me, knows it. No, it's,
0: no, I sang it wrong. Go he sings ahead. it wrong until I told him. It's whisper, breathe words. I always saw it as whisper to me gently three words upon my skin.
3: It's, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was. and it's breathe words upon my skin. And when he says it, he she goes. St- they're dying, right? No, no. Right. It's a love song. It's oh, breathe okay. words. It's, you know, talk softly to kind of is what I interpreted it. But he says in this vid- interview, <laughs> I didn't that know that. That was the mo- that's the most famously sung wrong song. The three words, because I thought it was three words, but it's breathe words upon my skin. And when you hear it, once somebody tells you that. Now you hear it. You hear it every time you hear it. But until then, you hear three words.
0: Oh, so that's anyway. Yeah, and it made sense to me singing it because the name of the songs feels so right, which is three words. Yes. So I'm thinking it's three words. That's that what. But that's not what it is. It's not what it is. So now now
3: yeah. Jester. I, I, I point at him every time he sings a yeah, song make sure he gets it right.
0: <laughs> right. So what Dwayne hasn't told you is he sang that song at the high school talent show. No kid to yeah. his girlfriend at the time.
3: Who is now. Your wife? My wife of 30. No kid. Some years.
2: That's awesome. 30 some. Oh, what <laughs> a She's right over there, buddy.
1: She, she don't remember either. So. so you sang it to her at your talent show? At our talent show.
3: Alan was in my band okay. at that yep. time. I was
0: playing guitar for him. And, and did you win? Uh, no. No. So, I'm trying to think who Doug Morgan, that was our senior year, wasn't it? Well, I was in another, we were in, uh, I don't we, know, we weren't, we weren't
3: trying to win, it was more yeah. just, sure. just did yeah. it to have so fun. So, Doug
0: good. Morgan
1: actually won, singing a Patsy Cline song. Yes,
3: he was really good. I okay. think
1: uh, Margie won second place in the talent show in Franklin Brookville at that time, playing her banjo. Yeah. But so, yeah. the
0: year prior, I was in two groups, and it was kind of a funny story. So, there was a group uh, called Rockbound, which is... I remember. So... Good friends of ours, the Good Apples and Schumanns. And they were playing. They were playing every place. You know, they yes. had a band on yes. the road playing. Um, so they had won like three talent shows in a row. So me and a couple guys put this group together. Actually, a couple girls, uh, too. We had, So we did a rock act and a country act. And our rocked act, we did old-time rock and roll. And then we did Suspicious Minds. Uh, and we had girl backup singers. Uh, NASA, who uh, uh, Rabel, who is the oh yeah uh, county clerk's office. She was one of the backup oh, singers, no along with Lisa Hiltz at the time. Um, we had a guy dress up like Elvis, you know. Yeah. So we did that. Then we did a country act. We called ourselves the Bourbon Cowboys. <laughs> we did "Old Flame" by Alabama and "Smoky Mountain Rain." Yeah. So it all got said and done, and they said there's a tie. So we thought we tied with Rockbound. He did a rock deck. They did I think they did A C an A C D C song. That was their trademark. That was a trademark. So we're thinking we tied with them. We ended up tying with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so we skipped they did it in the mornings, so we skipped no the school. Kidding. We took we won like fifty dollars, which back in was a big deal. Right. Skipped school, went to the Harrison Bowling Alley for the rest of the day and that was uh Good job. Good time.
1: That's great. And Nisa Rabel was part of that. She was a backup singer
0: That's for the Elvis great. part.
1: So, uh, and actually, she sang on the country stuff too. So, so Rockbound and your other group, Ed Smith played with one of those guys. I don't know if it was Rockbound or I thought it was Misty Misty Creek. Creek. Misty so Creek. The
0: group that came out of the talent show, we ended up being Misty Creek. Misty Creek. So right. I played in the original Misty Creek. The original Misty Creek was myself, okay. Steve Fisher. Steve. Um, Doug Doty was on the bass right. then. Um, John Schumann was on drums and Eric Baker played guitar too. So, and it morphed several times. So, you
1: played at the teen dances at St. Leon? Yeah. I have you and Jeff and I were at those teen dances when Mystic Creek played.
0: Yeah. So I remember those. I played with them for about two years. No kid.
2: And then. You remember that, Jeff? Oh, I remember parts of those teen dances. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, then I, I, I left the group. Um and then, I think, Brent Goodapple took my place when I left. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's amazing, the music world. So It is. It we're is all, a, you know, all of us are still good friends. And
2: Just before we get off the local, you know, kind of that local thing back when we were in high school, band called Sweetwater. Yeah. You know, they were like the thing. They were yeah, like just, the uh, shook thing. Shook played in that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that was. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. So if we heard that they were playing, that's where we were trying right. to, you know, if it was a wedding, we were crashing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crashing and, uh, we crashed every one subject. of them. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other podcast. But, you know, uh, when it gets, you know, when it gets to the music and then we get to concerts. So, you know, what, what concert that you went to?
1: That, that I went to, what concert I went to that I was pretty memorable with me? Uh, it was pretty interesting. I was with uh, uh, a couple guys. Uh, was you with me at Foreigner and Billy Squire? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that was probably probably one of my favorite concerts. I thought Billy Squire was awesome. But Foreigner, too, uh, was really good. Uh, but the most memorable one was my first time I seen Rush. And, and the reason why is a buddy of mine, Randy, I won't say his last name, uh, you know, he talked me into getting this ticket for Rush. I liked Rush, and, and everybody knows that Rush is a different 80s band, right? They're, yes. they're unique, and uh, you either liked Rush or didn't, didn't understand Rush, right? And I remember uh, the whole van of uh, Brookvillian's. Uh, jumped in a van and uh, we went down. Uh, that was
2: the original party. The bus. original
1: party van and we go down to uh, Cincinnati and and Randy is like, oh, we're gonna go see Rush. I can't wait. It's awesome. Like he was a drummer, Neil Pert, crazy guy. And uh, Randy, we stopped at Harrison at Baker's uh, drive-through. And uh, the actual, the, oh, he's, either Baker's or Baker's. He, Tips drive-through was one of them too. But uh, I went in and Randy says, I want to fit the Yukon Jack, and I said, okay. I'll get you one. They come out and he goes, I'm going to show you guys how to go to a Rush concert. He bends the lid off of it and downs the jack. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to the hospital. There's no way he's going to survive. So uh, Randy spent the night in the van during the Rush concert and missed the concert. And uh, it's funny because I have his ticket. We're standing in line and it's completely sold out, right? And there's all these Brookfoot And it seemed like everybody in Brookville showed up at one door. It's one of these people. And there's a guy sitting on the sidewalk in front of there. And he's, he's literally almost crying. He's like, I, I, I don't have a ticket, i got to get in to see this man And he's, he's telling us, and a few of the Brookville Peel Leap was with me, like, I went and I said, dude, today's your lucky night. I said, I have an extra ticket. And this guy became my life friend or something. Like, And I, I said, here, you can have this ticket. Oh, and he, like, hugged my leg and stuff, and, and we got this guy in. But I then, might have been scared about this. Yeah, that was a little strange. <laughs> but it's funny because the guy that talked me in and – spending the money for a ticket which we thought was like 14 bucks that time was a lot of money uh, passed out and slept in the van the whole time and so he didn't remember any of it but uh, but it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> yeah it he was told awesome everybody
0: I,
3: I you know
1: in I I, enj- I remember going to a lot of concerts man we went to a lot in the 80s and now I don't have much desire to go to concerts much anymore I I get a lot of people say hey you want to go to this concert and I'm like uh eh, I don't know I don't it's just not a thing for me anymore. I like to go to outside stuff. I love local music. No, there's nothing I'd rather do on a Friday or Saturday night is go see a local band, in a, in a place, and you know, and have a beer and a pizza with some friends and stuff. That's the thing for me anymore. Yeah. But you know, some of the good days, Jeff. I will tell you, one of my best memories was the Foreigner and Billy Squire concert with you and Steve Grubb. And uh, was there somebody else with? I was thinking there was somebody else.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, but I don't remember.
1: I don't. <laughs> yeah, Steve drove. Yeah, that's one of your <laughs> Uh, Other
0: than that, yeah. What about you, Alan? What's yours? So my first concert, you're going to laugh, my first concert. So I was in 4-H, Junior Leaders, and we had, during the State Fair, uh, you had the Boys and Girls Club or whatever it was. You you got to stay at State Fair for a couple weeks. So you could get in to the grandstand concerts if they had spare seats. So my first concert, and you're going to laugh, because I thought it was phenomenal, it was Wayne Newton. Really? So he was the most, I mean, he went from singing to playing the banjo to playing the fiddle. He's I was, talented, It was really? just very, yeah. I, I was amazed. Um, so from there, that same, this is, <laughs> you go from one extreme to the other. I went from there to the next night to listening to Willie Nelson, who was, well, you know, pretty stoned at the time, but... <laughs> Um, But that, that's, he, that was He my still point. is. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't has been and it, down. And you know what? He's living great.
1: You know? Have you heard his son?
0: Yes. Yeah. His oh son's really good. So, his yeah. son. Uh, so, there's a show on uh, Netflix. It, it, it's a series that ended called The Ranch.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: So, there's a remake of Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. Shoot. It's a theme song. So, it's Shooter Jennings, which is Waylon Jennings' son. The and then. Willie's son and you talk about I, I listened to it several times that's before I knew who it was and I was like man they sound so close to the original no kidding and then come to find out it's their sons yeah. listen uh, it was awesome. good
3: Johnny Cash's grandson is singing it is. It is. If you close your eyes, it's Johnny Cash. I I haven't
1: heard it. I know, I've seen him around, but I, ha- I haven't heard Any of the music some, yet. Oh, I just heard him sing one song. I, I can't remember which song. I heard he's is. really good,
3: but he is. He is Johnny Cash's sound. The same. Just dial. I mean, just the same. It's it's him. You close your eyes, it's him singing the song, and yeah, it's amazing.
0: So I mean, there's, I've been to a lot of concerts since. then worst concert I ever went to, everybody's got to have a worst concert. Uh, was ZZ Top. I went to ZZ Top in the early 90s, I guess. It was at um, Riverbend, and I'm expecting to hear Sharp Dressed Man. Oh, yeah. Give me All You loving. Well, they had just recorded a blues album, and the first hour and a half of that concert was nothing but blues that I didn't know, didn't really like. Didn't want to (laughs) know. I was stoned from secondhand smoke. And as we're leaving, you know, they start playing Sharp Dressed Man. So that, that was a bummer. Um, but a lot of good concerts since then. So um, there's nothing, as far as I'm concerned, like live music. I, I love live music. Like you, you know, when I'm not playing on a weekend, I love going out and listening to music. It's, um, it's, it's great entertainment. So we started out talking about the day's music versus the older music. Um, You know, today's music, there's there's some things. There's technology for one. So the theme music you heard for our show when we came in and on all our shows, uh, that's not really music. So what that is is loops that I put together. Um, So I I can make a whole song out of nothing but loops, and people would think that's a song. You just put your lyrics on top of it. A lot of the hip hop and rap and all that That's all they're using is loops Right, Modern modern Uh, country Yeah and even yeah It's uh, it's a different It's a cheat I guess I call it a cheater's way to make music But you know You get a couple loops and they're free You can use them, they're freeware loops And um, you know That's how some of this music's made And you can tell, there's no real substance to it Um, So I just I'm I'm wondering if 30 years from now, anybody's going to remember any of the songs that are being produced right, right now. Yeah.
1: So here's... And you talk about that. And you would have to answer this, because I don't know. So it's I hear these tuner mics. Yeah. That they're now mics that tune your voice correctly? Is so that true? So it's not the mic. It's called auto-tune. Auto-tune. Okay. So
0: everybody uses that. Everybody. I don't okay. care who you are. Uh, you record in a studio, and they run you through auto-tune. Uh, so... And, and there can't, there's nobody that can tell me different. I've, I've been in the studios. That's just part of their natural progression okay. now, is using right. auto tune. Now, when you hear <laughs> it's turned up so loud, so hard that it, it detunes, which you'll hear on some songs, I mean, they're doing that for a special effect. But there's auto tune used. Everybody's voice gets auto tuned
1: nowadays. So uh, some people. So you're telling me if I'm a terrible singer, you could help me out.
0: I'm telling you, yes. I. I'm telling you that I know for a fact there's a very popular singer. He doesn't do a whole lot right now, but when he was singing live, I was in uh, the production truck. And what I heard on his voice was not what was coming out from the stage. And they told me they were running him through two auto tuners wow. to, to get it out on stage. Who was that again? Um, you don't want to say. I don't want to say. want to say. Okay. Um, yeah. Somebody very popular. Okay. There's a lot of uh, well,
3: popular, and, and I think the, yeah. the one nice thing that I kind of, even the modern country is bad, but the, I still think the country is still more real, less auto-tune when you hear them live. Like if you watch the award shows, you can see if you watch, which I can't watch, but if you hit them on the channel and you see a, one of the pop news shows or the, the award shows, you can tell it's all lip singing. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's an act, it's a dance. I mean, these, these ladies or guys, whatever, when they're jumping around, you can't keep your breath calm enough to sing clear enough. I don't care who you are, you're not in that good a shape. Right. But the music is perfect. I'd rather hear you dancing and be not good and see it real than see a stage act, because then I'm going to Broadway. I'm just right. seeing a theater act and not a. You know, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, the natives are getting restless, but I'm not seeing. I'd rather. I, I want to hear the music. I don't want to see a stage show. If I want to see a stage show, I'll go to Broadway. Right. You know, but right. I, that's why I kind of think the country is still a little bit more real because you can hear it in their voice. It's not as crisp. There's there's changes in the tone, which is fine. I mean, that's real. I I want to hear that because that means you're trying to to entertain me and that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear a tape. If I want to hear a tape, I'll put it on a Bluetooth speaker and I'll sit at home with a beer and like us four guys, we'll hang around
1: a bar and we'll listen to music and enjoy it, you know. And it, that's We do that a lot, And I, but that's why I like going to see live music because I, I, I like the rawness of it. Jeff, you didn't talk about what your favorite concert was if you had one.
2: Well, oddly enough, you know, talking earlier on, I was talking about my classic rock and, you know, bands like you know, Kansas Led Zeppelin right. and all that. Right. Probably the most entertained concert I've ever been to was... He, GV? Yeah. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks.
1: Everybody oh says that. I've yeah. never yeah. seen the guy, him. Everybody i tell says you that.
2: what, man. You talk, about, you talk about a guy that can put on a show now. And you know... Garth Brooks.
1: And he had good music. Well, and so
2: he's, he's you know, people will call him country, but... Yeah. You know he's as close to rock as country gets, right? And and yeah. you know I mean the guy is an absolute animal entertainer, yeah. and, and he's he, in the crowd, he's in the group, you're with him, and um, and then he
0: goes from that to just him and his guitar, right? Yeah, which is just very raw, very, right. you know it's. He and I saw the the last time he was in town. He saw him one weekend. I think I saw him the next, and it was. Phenomenal You know And I, I had seen him Back in the 90s In right. his heyday um, Back when I had a mullet And played in a country band So I, I appreciated it Even more now Than I did then Right um, You know it, it was very Just a very You know Start with It's a very professional concert Everything's put on well uh, He had Trisha Yearwood, his wife, come out and do some songs, and they did some together. It was just very, and he puts a hundred and ten percent into the show. Right, you didn't see him, uh, you know, backing off, you hear him huffing and puffing because you know he's yeah. he's our age right. and jumping up and down and. Uh, you could hear him huffing and puffing a little bit.
1: He's and, almost our size. What, yeah. And that's okay. Well, that's what
3: I <laughs> laughed. Dodie and I went to see him, and I'm like, man, a fat guy running down the stage, it makes me feel bad. I mean, because, but, but as Alan said, you hear him huff and puff, but that's what makes it better. Because you know it's real. It's right? not. He's not running around lip singing a, a, a tape that he made in the studio. And you're just listening to tape. You're listening to him putting on a show. Right. And yeah, like you said, at the end of the show, he walks out. He grabs a guitar and he starts talking to the audience and pulling requests. And and you're just like, oh my god, what a, uh, what an amazing show. And I don't know if you heard, you know, him do this last live show on the internet. Him and Trisha just did a, a call in. They were doing a, a one-hour show on the internet. It would kept crashing because so many people watch it, But him, he's just pulling songs out of the air. She'd say somebody would call in with a song, and he'd play it. And it's just like, oh my God, this guy is just—he's an entertainer. He's on top of it. Yeah, right? I mean, just just a true
2: entertainer and the talent. Yeah, I mean, that's just it. It's just the. Fun- I haven't seen
1: player. him. You guys have all seen. I've not seen. him. Uh, yeah,
2: You get a chance. I mean, uh, um, road trip. Next road trip. Yeah, obviously. Just, there you go. He was coming through doing a stadium tour till till COVID, and yeah. that, yeah. Kinda kinda and that kind of went away. and of went away now. So. and then you know, again, I'll go back to my classic groups. You know, back when we were younger and we were going to head banging, you know, uh, concerts and stuff like that. But probably, oddly enough, my second favorite concert was Elton John and Billy Joel. When they toured together, when they face to face, oh, wow, face, to yeah. face yeah. I, I saw them, and it was it just be. phenomenal. You know, you, you know, again, the artist; those guys are artists, right? know, just unbelievable. Right. Compare again, for me at least, right? Well, compared to today's uh, uh, music, uh, what we call, what will be called modern music, right? There's just nothing to compare to that kind of talent.
1: Well, you know, two of you were here. Uh, were with uh, with me the last time I saw one of the best bands I've ever seen in my life, and I'm telling you to this day, it's one of the best bands I've ever seen, and that's Crowder. Dave, Dave Crowder is amazing. Right, he is a a, a a true musician, and he's he's simple, he's raw, and he's I, I think he's awesome, and I, I his band is great. And I think most people that know his know music is really, would say the same thing. But we saw him with... Um, Mercy Me. Mercy Me, yeah. So what's a phenomenal, I don't know
0: how long you've followed David Crowder. I have not long. Um, so his early sound was a lot different. It was a lot cleaner. When I say cleaner, just more...
1: Grassroots.
0: Uh, yeah, grassroots. And he kind of transformed into... Uh, kind Of a Louisiana Cajun style, right? Which is really in praise music, there's nobody like him. No, nobody, nobody, nobody like him. Um, you know, that, that that concert, speaking of that concert, that was you know, he, he had some phenomenal musicians, as did Mercy Me when they play, it's just the five of them, right? Uh, and they have backing tracks. Right. Uh, and they come right out and they said that during the concert. Right. So what they did then was set down the five of them without them. To me, it was just as good. It right. Was, uh, then uh, Micah Taylor was the opening act. It yes. was him and his guitar. Um, Great. Which was fun to listen to as right. well. So, You know, one of the things I'm seeing in country and even in praise music, because I listen to, I, I kind of, program myself to listen to more praise than anything here lately is all of them seem to ne- feel the need to introduce some hip-hop or rap or stuff into the music and i i personally it does nothing for me i i think part of it is they're trying to draw another crowd um but i switched to ch- i'll be honest i switched the channel and i'm listening to a good praise song and all once it Changes into a hip hop song. I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same way. That's not for me. Nothing wrong with hip hop music. That's somebody else's genre. Right. That's just not something I enjoy. And um, country does the same thing. They try to introduce it in. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Um,
2: Aerosmith did,
0: too. Well, that was I got to tell you. So when the whole rap... Rap thing came out. It was cool. Oh, with Run DMC, Run DMC and, oh, yeah. and all these guys. Right. I mean, it was cool. You had the Beasties boys doing their right. stuff. Yeah. You know, it's changed now. It's, you talk about you know shooting somebody and It yes. I just
2: it doesn't. It's gotten. It, yeah. The lyrics are
1: ugly. Yeah.
0: It just doesn't do anything. And,
1: and that's the thing is you don't need to inter, you don't need to be ugly to entertain people. Well, you can't play it on the radio, so it should tell you a whole lot about most of I, it. I'm sorry. I think rap is terrible. I don't like it at all. Um, It's, I, I, for me, I'm just not a rap person. I don't care for it. And I can tell you, there are some rap songs that have great fiber to them, if you want to call it that, but, um, that that have good meaning to people and to that person that's involved with, but I'm just not a rap person. But now, and now, country music, if Kenny Chesney comes on, I just soon beat the radio with a hammer. I, I, I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. And I, it, to me, I think it's just the last 10 years of country mucus is just, it's it's repeated garbage, and I, can't, I just yeah, don't like part it. Part of the period.
0: problem with like Kenny Chesney is every song sounds the same. Yes, they do. Right. They, they do. They all sound the same. They
3: do. I watched a thing on a guy who was talking about how bad country music has become, and he played, a, I guess, a riff or whatever, and he played this this beat, and then he played country song after country song, and he d- he never turned it off. Just kept playing and he's like, this is all they're playing to there's, no, quarter time there's no studio yeah. musicians, it's just playing over this this beat. And it's sickening, but there's no he said, there's no content, there's no feel, it's just song. And I think when they tried to get to the country dance, they tried to turn it into dance music. Country music was not dance music. No. I mean no. the stuff Alabama that era was kind of the start when they started to modernize it. But even then it didn't have the rhythm for dancing. Now it's just trying to create a dance music so you can create a dance. It's like a vibe
1: they're trying to sell.
0: They're trying to get the tightest jeans they can on the guys singing. (laughs) Yeah. Skimpiest outfits on the women. (laughs) Yeah. They're selling music videos, not music. Right. Right. Agree. Um, I I think that's that's where the music's lost right now. You know, I I seriously don't know a song that's out right now that's going to be on the radio 30 years from
1: now. Agree. Uh, I agree with you. It's... It goes back to the same as the TV stuff, and people aren't going to remember it. Yeah. And, and and now we've got away. Thank gosh, we're getting away from these award shows. Uh, I don't like rewards for for um, mediocrity. I think it needs to go away. And and and, and all these award shows, it's the same people, the top ten people that every year, doing the same thing. And it's the same people voting on it, and it's garbage. All of it is. I'm sorry, I don't like any of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so the, there's, I mean, I will say
0: there was an award show a couple years ago. Who introduced a guy that nobody knew about. It was Chris Stapleton. Yes. Oh, great. I was just yes. thinking of him. Nobody yeah. knew who he was. He comes out there
1: and and blows everybody away. I mean, he did a version of Tennessee whis- whiskey that was just... Uh, it, but why is he that good? Because he doesn't fall into that same gap that everybody else does. Yeah. But why did we not hear about him? Because he fit the, into a different, a different part he of the country. doesn't sell.
3: Yes. So well,
0: it's because he wasn't being pushed. Yes. That's right. Um, there. So my experience in Nashville... Um, there's guys working at McDonald's that is 10 times as the the player that I am, but I w- was fortunate enough to be at the studio. Right. Uh, the talent's out there. It's just who gets picked up and who decides to push them. Yeah. You know, if somebody didn't like Chris Stapleton's style of music and right. he was a record exec, he wasn't going to get pushed. What I've heard is behind the scenes ever, you know, there were a lot of people behind him and finally gave him that push. Uh, you know, it, he got on that award show and he did that Tennessee whiskey with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Nice. And I mean, they set the world on fire. Right. He, he couldn't, you, his CDs were selling so fast. I couldn't keep them in the stores. Right. Um, CD. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they still didn't have CD then, but, uh, it's, you know, and he has a good story. It's him
1: and his wife. Um, very popular in hometown. Yeah. He still shops at the local stores yeah. and, Drives down the street and talks to people, and so that's that's you
0: know there's still some good country artists out there that don't follow the commercial mold. Everybody, else, you know, the most of them are commercial oriented, right. um, and I think that's the. I think it's the same way for for all genres of music right now. It's just they're trying to play not what. Here's what was great about the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Everybody was trying to play good music and they had a style they wanted to get out there instead of molding in to what everybody else wanted to hear they were coming up with their own styles of music and that's what set the different groups apart. They were artists. Uh, right. exactly.
3: exactly. A friend of mine sends me some Links every once in a while. It's, yeah. He's living in Texas now, Ryan, and he'll send me a link of an artist, and I'll pull him up, you know, get him on Pandora or something, pull him in. So I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not hearing this? And it was kind of like Chris Stapleton. I listened when, I, when he won the award show, I think it was Entertainer of the Year. My next thing was I got on. Got on social media and went to our local country station, and I'm like, "How does this guy win Entertainer of the Year?" And I've never, never heard, heard a song him on the radio on your station. And right. I listen to their station every day, it's and I they never get, got a response. Yeah, there's no money.
0: No, they get told what to play. Right, right. It's right.
1: um, so all payer program. But yeah. it's yeah. sad
3: that this guy's winning this award, and I've never, I didn't even know who he was until that award
1: show. Right. Jeff, you're quiet. What's your view on that? He loves country music. He's a big country music fan, yeah, I can so
2: tell you. you you're out of my,
1: you're Did I upset fan. you?
2: Y'all. <laughs> no, I mean, well, you know, I, I, I do like various genres of music. There's no doubt, you yeah, know. Yeah, but when you correct. talk about country music, I'm, you know, I enjoy George Strait. Right. And the newer stuff, I'm with you. Kenny Chesney doesn't do anything for me. and, and uh, Right. And,
1: and Kenny's been in the game 20 years. I mean, yeah. it's he's yeah.
2: old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, getting back to getting back to my class, you're talking about forgetting, you know, songs that will be forgotten, music that'll bands, musicians that'll be forgotten. It's really interesting that my kids, you know, I'm in my car and I'm playing my classic rock, and I hear them singing in the back. They know that. Yes. Yes. They know that, you know, and it's not just because I was playing it the whole time they were growing up. It's, you know, it's, it's stuff that sticks around and yeah. even, even yes. kids in their twenties are, they, it's sunk in, you right. know, that seventies, sixties, seventies, yeah, eighties uh, cool. music.
0: So to that same, same way of thinking when my oldest son, he had a Jeep Cherokee in high school and he put the subwoofers in the back and. The first song I hear him, and he never heard this song coming from me, because I was listening to country at the time, probably. Robin, first thing I hear is ACDC. Or black or... <laughs> Back, Back in black, Back Back black. 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 I'm like, dang. Yes. I'm going, how do you know this? He goes, oh, this is good. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is. That's yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, he's found it.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I grew up, my dad was a big country guy, so I grew up listening to the Statler Brothers and Johnny Cash and... Uh You know, it was a big deal when he got Waylon Jennings' album because that was oh, yeah. Outlaw Country. Oh, yeah. And I used to turn that thing up. You know, we had one of those great big console yeah. uh, record players that weighed about 300 pounds. But, man, you could turn the bass up on yeah. that thing. And Dad's it, Gone, Patsy Cline went on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, that's what I grew up on. And, you know, I like classic rock as well. So, yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's where i'm at it's where my music's at and I just I just hope that you know ten years from now we get some good music again so well
1: you know um it, we talked about rush being a rock you know rock and roll and the Rush was totally different than everybody else. One, they ran their music out of time, like five time or whatever. But yeah. they were these guys are truly musicians. And uh, I was watching Behind the Music uh, on MTV here a while back I flip it through. And I like watching Behind the Music because it tells the stories and stuff. And they were it was uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss was talking about uh, they they heard this band Rush. He said uh, and they thought, you, he said I was telling the other guys like man, did you hear this band? They're like yeah, they're pretty good. He said they're a little different. And uh, he said, so we t- went and talked to him, and we booked him, you know. And he said, we booked him. He said, and we went out, and uh, they were the opening band, he said, and they just, people fell in love with him. He said, you know, and us after the concert, you know, we're like, we're grabbing the booze, we're grabbing the chicks, we're partying down. And we go like, where's Rush? And he says, uh, no one knows where they're at. So I go back to stage man, and say like, hey, man, where's the Rush guys at? They go like, we're they're, they're, they're back to the hotel. Like, what? And he said, no. so I make the driver get in the van, drive me to the hotel, and I'm banging on doors, he's they're in their hotel playing Monopoly. <laughs> he said, "You know, we're at our party with chicks and stuff and having a great time." He goes, "And there's Rush playing Monopoly in their hotel room." He goes, "That's just who they were. They're just they were they were true musicians." And right. and he said, and "That's when this call come down when they were going to the, whether they're getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, right?" And they kept getting skipped over and skipped over. And they asked him. He said, "Do you?" He said, "Absolutely. They are a they are a musical talent." And they are loved by millions and they're freaking great. And there is, if any band deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's them. And he was a big supporter of that. In fact, he helped pilot it, getting them in there. Um, but it's funny to listen to that story. And you know, it's just coming from Gene Simmons, like the party king of the world. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, I'll go back there, like playing Monopoly, you know, rolling dice and stuff. They're like, it's hilarious. How about Ted Nugent? Should he being a Hall of Fame? I think so. Uh, I, I easy. Mean, That's an easy. Answer. I saw Ted. I agree.
0: I yeah. agree. I do not know why he's not in Hall of Fame. He should I, I can be. give I you some politics.
1: ideas. It's politics. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it's politics. But, it's but, but he's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. He was great in his day. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: But you mentioned Kiss. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh. Again. So you know, f- f- for all the, all the visual. Yes. Those guys were freaking artists now those guys could play and, and businessmen sing. absolutely oh,
1: very smart businessmen genius well they actually are business managers of other bands i mean i mean these guys are freaking brilliant they're worth a billion
2: dollars but now what what other band to do ha- at that time came out looked like that looked like that right, right? Well, they, right. They,
1: they could still do it today well they
3: oh had to God. find something that was unique yeah. i mean it's a the, the rush the rush yeah. was just talent so and they were their music was ahead yeah. of everybody else. So Kiss had to have something oh, that was different. Their, their
1: show sold it, right? Yeah, it yes, was a right. showman.
3: They were showman and Gene with his everything. You know, it was just they were amazing. I saw
1: uh, Kiss in Dayton, and uh, it was uh, senior year of high school, and I was with Susie Guiling and Troy Metcalf, remember that guy? And uh, we were up there, and and uh, do I need to bleep these midnames? names? No, they're well, good people. No, they're all good people. They're good people, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean uh, We're making was no, It was a good time uh, But we were up there And this is the And it's great Because there's a band That was Their their starter band And I didn't really Hear them at that time But they're a great band And that's Queensryche And I, I saw Queensryche For the first time I thought Man what a great band They were really good but I remember walking out, and uh, by the time we were done, uh, Troy had gotten the neck of a guitar from Gene Simmons and busted up on the floor. And he was walking to the crowd screaming, ah, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and poor Susie about got crushed because we were right in front of the stage. And uh, it, was, it was a great time. But uh, I'll never forget that going to that Kiss concert with her. Yeah, okay,
2: so yes, uh,
1: good times. Good, good times. Good
2: stuff. And some of those bands still playing? now. you yes. know. Well, let's see. The Who. The Who. Uh, so, they came back, came back here close, so I guess Alan can can add a story you know, to so that. so
0: it's funny. So The Who and The Rolling Stones, who's on, yes. on right now, we had tickets for both those shows this year. You uh, did? Yeah. No kidding. So they both got canceled because of COVID. Wow. Uh, of course, they haven't refunded our money yet because they're – trying, you know, Ticketmaster's trying to reschedule. reschedule. I Man,
1: there ain't no German live that concert.
0: Yeah, so. No, they
3: I,
1: uh, Keith Richards is there.
0: Everybody will survive. Yeah, so, you know, I don't want to tell you how much I paid for each of those. I mean, both, because, you know, both of those, the Who and the Stones, this is your last chance to see right, them ever right. in They've concert. They've
3: been saying that for 10 years. I saw now. the Stones.
0: <laughs> this is, um, I saw the Stones in 1980.
1: Their and, farewell tour, and it, it was no, <laughs> the third round three. Round three. Uh, I saw him in Louisville oh, in in yeah. two thousand or in uh, that in nineteen eighty, and I was uh, sixteen at that time. So, yeah. and to me, I was just like getting into the Stones, like uh, they're a great man. I, I love just turning. them on. I know Mary and I are like it a lot. We like the yeah. Stones. And just listen to them playing in the background and stuff. Really good. Yeah, that was her
0: uh, birthday present oh. with Stones yeah. tickets. So. Yeah, she rubbed that in a little bit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, hey, go. Let's change the subject totally, Ruben. What is your favorite? And then we're gonna we're gonna display our age. A CD. What is your favorite one CD?
1: If you have um, to pick one. You're gonna. If I had to, to pick it. one CD, and I probably you guys will probably find that surprising, oh, okay. but it's Bob Seger's greatest hits. Yeah. Bob Seger's greatest hits is in that phone, and um, the my favorite song on that is "Roll Me Away," and I I think that it's oh, just. He's great all around. I think he's a great storyteller. He is, uh, I got to see him in the 80s. Uh, his last concert series was this last past year or so. And I'd like to see him, but I think he's probably one of my, it's the number one CD that I've watched that I've had at all time. And it's one I keep on my phone. And there it is, all the time. And uh, uh, I don't know, It's he's just a great storyteller. And, I, and from you know, 75 all the way up to now, he's been great. And, you can't turn a song on that no one don't that no one doesn't know or no one right. does, doesn't like. Right. And um, yeah. hey, there's, I mean, riding down the road, you know, there's nothing better than good summer day. You just put a little "Roll Me Away" on, and it's like, you know, right. you know, hey, you're a Harley rider, you know, yeah. Let's like get out there and just get on the road and go. And and I, I, I Margie listens too because he gets in the car and automatically comes on. She's like, oh, there it is again. But I listen to it all the time. And yeah. the songs create a feel. It does, and I they mean, do, you know, and that's the difference between the music today and the music yesterday yeah. yes. is, man, we would have Coca-Cola crates full of CDs in our cars. Remember right. those days? Boxes. You know, we worried about who's going to go out and get the, uh, the, uh, the Kenwood or the Alpine and uh, who's gonna Who's gonna install it in and the cricket eight, speakers? CDs, I eight eight CDs. Tracks. I was <laughs> gonna say he eight, to track. eight, eight tracks. tracks, and to wiggle it I, just right. I do remember that my first car was a 1970 <laughs> Cougar XR7. to have an eight track in it, factory. Yeah, factory,
3: <laughs> <laughs> factory. <laughs> 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 Not an add-on <laughs> and <laughs> and below the dash. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And the and the eight track track was uh, tape was Fleetwood Mac. Oh, boy. rumors.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Sound. What's your favorite CD?
1: You know. um...
0: So I have my playlist at work, and actually, the one Ruben said is at the top of the list. But my very top is um, Allison Krauss and Union Station. Um, very good. Not only is she awesome vocally, but oh. the band Union Station, Jerry Douglas who plays uh, dobro guitar, yeah, just phenomenal. Um, I can sit and listen to them for hours. Yes, uh, and and it's you know their music. Got pushed to the forefront after Oh Brother We're Out yeah, uh, right. Now came back yeah. came out and it pushed the bluegrass a little bit. In fact, the voice of uh, Mr. Clooney as he's singing is Dan Tomisky from Union Station. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, George doesn't sing that good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't think
0: so. Yeah, so that that kind of re. I, I liked Alison Krauss before that.
1: She's she's but got that, an amazing really, voice.
0: Um, so that's one of my favorites and then you know i hit alabama's greatest hits a little bit of everything hit the praise music gotta have some mercy me every now and then a little bit of everything right
1: cool this this
3: band broke down and needed towed to get another van to get to a gig we happened to be the one towing them Uh, they were a rhythm and blues band and it was a chicago rhythm and blues kings and one of their their tip to me was giving me a CD. I have, if you can wear a CD out, I have wore that CD That's out. That's great. That's my, on my my list of music, mm-hmm. that is my go-to for rhythm and blues. And when I hear it, it just, I don't know. I'd love to go see, I don't know if they're still around. I'd love to go hear them. I mean, I know it's not a name, but it just, I don't know. It just, it caught with me. Right. And it not. introduced me to a whole Genre of music that I probably would have never listened to. And you can
1: relate it to who did it.
3: Who made the music? Yeah, I I met the guys, and I mean, I'd love to go see them in concert and go up to them today and go, hey, you remember 20 years ago when you broke down going through Indiana? Because they were just, you know, kind of nobodies. They were headed, you know, they were all in a van. I mean, this was your stereotypical traveling band in one van headed to a gig down in North Carolina or somewhere, and their van broke down. We got them to a rental van. They had to transfer all their stuff. And you know what happened after that I don't know but you know we got them to their van to get them to their gig and they were happy and that was their tip and I still got the CD it's been it's been over 20 years ago That's I got great. the CD and That's it's great just, Like yeah. I said I still listen to their songs and Yeah it just I know like you said it, I told you earlier, it brings back a feel it's a it's an emotion that I can connect to it and mm. it's just really cool That's awesome
1: Good deal so now you ask that, what's the strangest CD you got on air, Or someone, a CD that you wouldn't think that someone else would think you listened to? Oh, wow. and I'm flipping through mine now. I have a few on here that you guys are like, what is that? Well, I know the strangest song that I've got on here. Hold on.
0: Just hold on. This is going to be worth it. Okay. I got to find it. It's under T's. Under (laughs)
2: T's.
0: Under T's. T's as in See, C. Let's see. T's. 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 Here it is. Let's see if you remember this ditty.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: They don't make music like that anymore. I'll tell you what, that'll make you drive right into a tree. Thank God. How in the world... Did he
0: end up with a record contract? Because he was the same as the guy on, uh,
3: what's the, what's American Idol? The the guy I don't uh, know what's the guy. That, what Tiny the Tim.
2: Tiny Tim was big deal for a while. Oh dude. yeah, seventies. Uh, he was
0: oh, huge.
1: Yeah. How? Yeah. How, how? He didn't.
0: I mean, he passed away early. So I mean, he, well, he's,
1: yeah. <laughs> he was a strange agent, though. You, he, yeah. You think? <laughs> So I I stage. I had two guys that worked for me, um, and uh, they were singers um, in a Christian band. I, they were duet, actually. and um, You call those two guys, you call that a duo. Just so you know. Is that a duo? That's okay. a duo. I don't know the lingo. A duet, a duet is a, a guy and a girl. Okay. No, so a guy a and a girl is a duet. Okay. And if it's two guys, it's a duop Duo. I'm messing with you. <laughs> Do what? A
0: do-wop?
2: Do what?
0: As you can tell, it's there's getting gonna
2: a, there's going to be a lot of editing uh, in this. Yeah, one.
0: it's getting late here at the Rusted Nail, but we're having fun. That's all that counts. Hopefully, you guys are too. <laughs> Reminiscing about old music, new music, and the stuff that we like. So, so
1: Ruben's looking hard. So it's loading. I have it loaded onto this phone, but that's okay. Why don't we take a five and uh, refill our drink glasses, and then we'll come back. Sounds like a plan. We're across the
0: line. Check us out at www.crosstheline1524.com. Welcome back to Across the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger, with Ruben Hunt, Jeff Montag, and Dwayne Bischoff. We've been talking about music, how it's changed, what we like. It may not be what you guys like, but we've been talking about what we like, maybe how it's changed from when we were younger to where it is now. And got going to have a few closing remarks here before we wind the show up. Ruben, you want to give us your closing
1: statements so well, I'll close with this uh, we do not have the music that we had 15 20 years ago and uh, the talent to 30 me is just 35
2: not that. 40 years ago 35
1: <laughs> 40 45 50 yeah keep going Jeff uh, man we're old uh, it's just not a lot not what, sure. not what it used to be uh, people don't well I think in too, is we'll say back again we People don't uh, handle music the way we did when we were younger either. We collected music, and now no one collects music, right? They just they just thumb punch it and you play it, right? They didn't go out and shop for the music and got the right CD, and they didn't know all the songs. Right now it's a, a song, and you're loaded on, you're done, and cost costs you 25 cents or whatever. But uh, uh, down to the wire, uh, music just not what it used to be. Uh, but we can always go back to what we had, and we always do, and that's the good stuff. That's it for me. I think it's... Uh, I'll That's, live in the past way we will move to the future. Dreams. How's that? Just, yeah. Dwayne
0: your closing thoughts on music, where it's been, where it's at, and where it's going. I have to agree with Ruben.
3: We just we're lacking something right now. Um, I love country music, but the country music today to me isn't country music. It's it's pop music. They're they're trying to fill everybody seems like they're trying to sing. Or play to what everybody wants to hear Instead of being themselves There's no Johnny Cash There's no Waylon Jennings There's no You know No original Originality to what they're They're playing um, But I, I listen Like I said earlier I listen to all genres From bluegrass To rhythm and blues To to Metallica You know Heavy metal So um, But we're just lacking That feel The songs today Don't make you Don't give you a feel Or a memory That, that they did back then, you know, I hate to sound old, but yeah, back then, you know, they, they gave you that feel. I don't know how, I don't know how else to explain it other than just a feeling. Um, it just brought back something good. Oh, Jeff, what do you think?
2: Well, the artistry just isn't there now, you know, and you you go back to what we were listening to 35. Yes. Ruben and 40 years ago. And, um, and, hey, you know, some of them guys are still playing. The freaking Stones are still playing music. And th- they were before our time, man. Yeah,
1: right, and, right. Uh, really.
2: And, but, uh, y- you know, and, and some of those, you know, Kiss is still getting out there some, and, and um, you know, it just isn't made the way it was then, that's for sure. Um, and I, I don't know if it's as much the artistry or um the technology again like you talk about people downloading right. bits and pieces we had to go if you know we were going And buying whole albums or whole whole tapes and and we were listening to the whole album right and, right and uh, that just really isn't the way it's done now it's
1: all singles now yes yeah. so
0: I feel sorry for the kids nowadays that don't get to go to Peaches records and tapes yeah wow you know. Yeah. Yes. Scroll through the album. You are dating yourself. <laughs> look through the forty fives. Flip the flip it over to the B side to see what the B side holds. Because yeah. sometimes the hit was on the B side.
1: Right. They didn't realize. Right, it. you're right.
0: Uh, it's just it's a lost lost art. Um, God, you remember to flip the B side. You have to flip yeah. the tape over.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, in the record still. Yeah, you had records to re- flip them over. And you remember the cassette tapes, they'd get out of whack a little bit, so you take your ink pen and stick up Sp- in there. And they, they don't
1: know the misery. Yeah. They don't
0: know. No, no. And, they, and
2: they were a huge upgrade to A track Oh, A track yes. was horrible.
0: Yeah, that A track thing, you know, you had that, there was, for those that don't know, it was about a quarter-inch tape that had four different tracks on it. Yes. And... After a while, that tape would move up and down, and sometimes you get part of this track and part of that track. You wiggle it a little bit and hold it just right. But <laughs> even before, even before eight tracks, you had an AM radio, and you were upgrading if you put an FM converter in. Yeah, yes. you were. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. The yeah, FM little converters, little box underneath. Little box underneath yeah. You're definitely dating yourself yes. now. <laughs> so, in closing, I think you know, uh, music's a great thing. It's great for the soul. Um, you know and in some ways it makes uh, life go by easier um, for myself I mean every morning no matter what's going on um, on my way to work I listen uh, I said earlier I'm a big praise guy I love listening to praise music and it gets me in the right mood uh, you know and sets me in the right direction every morning and all genres of music do that for the individual person, and uh, I hope that never ends. I just hope that the artistry and the uh, originality picks up a bit, is what it was 50 years ago uh, for, for everyone, so the, so the younger generation can enjoy that uh, instead of uh, a programmed
3: rhythmic beat. Well, on the... Well, on that quick note, I mean, going to go that is support your local musician. Go to the yes. go to the bar, go to the festival, wherever there's a band playing that maybe you don't know their name, but heck, you know, twenty years from now, maybe that's going to be the the band that you can say, "Hey, wow, I was there when they were playing at that's right. the Cedar Grove Festival." Whatever, that's right. You know, you were the one there. I mean, at our county fair, I helped. Uh, I have booked a bluegrass band. To, to play for the Grascals, they were the opening act. Now they're traveling the country, and my personal thing is, man, I got I, may was did that help them get there to where they're they're at now? You know, so you know, just go listen to local bands, support the local music, and maybe you'll find that
2: next star. Yeah, it's a good point, and I think that's a good point. Dwayne is is um, there there is talent out there. It's just usually sitting in a corner in in a in a little restaurant or bar or something like that and they're making some really good original music it's just not hitting the high end and we're not you're not going to hear it on the radio right so um so there's some great stuff out there so yeah go out go out and support these uh these local places and, and these new and upcomers hopefully upcomers
0: so i'll tell you what we've had fun tonight But Ruben's got something else. I got one last
1: thing, and this is not on on topic, but I thought we should say it, is uh, we want to congratulate all the East Central High School and all the Franklin County High School graduates, class of 2020. Uh, These guys are not going to be able to possibly not be able to have a graduation. And tell them all, congratulations, wish you luck in your future. And that's from us here at uh, Across the Line 1524.
0: You know, there's nothing like waking up on a Saturday morning making some waffles or pancakes and getting out that bottle of 100% pure maple syrup. Stanger Sugar Shack, Indiana, 100% pure maple syrup. Available exclusively at the Brookville Butcher. Stop and get some. And check us out on the web at stangersugarshack.com. Or on Facebook at Stanger Sugar Shack. I gotta run now. Pancakes are done and the syrup's waiting. Remember, make sure it's pure 100% maple syrup. Stanger Sugar Shack, another proud sponsor of Cross the Line 1524. Ah, you know, that's right. There really is nothing like 100% pure maple syrup. We may do a show just on maple syrup and how much work it is and how good it is for you. You never know. Well, I tell you what, we've had a great time tonight talking about music, the different genres, what we like, what we don't like. And uh, all we can say is we hope you guys support your local musicians because that's where it all starts, whether it's a young kid in the basement Strumming away on his guitar or, you know, a band playing at a local establishment. Uh, Go out and enjoy them uh, and give them your support. Once again, uh, we'll cross the line, 1524. Uh, If you have an idea for a topic, shoot us a message on Facebook. If you have uh, an idea for a guest, uh, we're going to have some guests on here as well. Uh, Feel free to shoot us a, a message on Facebook. Uh, some important announcements. We just got uh, noticed that we are now available on Apple Podcast. So go to Apple Podcast in the search block, type in Cross the Line 1524, and there we are. Uh, you can also find us on the web at www.crosstheline1524 or on Facebook at Cross the Line 1524. Once again, thank you. On behalf of Reuben Hunt, Jeff Montag Dwayne Bischoff I'm Alan Stenger and we'll see you next time